spokesperson of the Jacob Zuma Foundation, now joins us, Mzwanele Mani. Uh, Mr. Mani, thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, which of Jacob Zuma's rights were violated and which laws were broken? Uh, Oliver, I'm happy that uh, you asked this question so you can clarify. The issue we're dealing with here is not even Jacob Zuma's rights. The issue we're dealing with here is the, pro, is the, is the violation of the law, section 41, subsection 6. Maybe I must just read uh, this, this section. It's a short one, very briefly, so I understand the issue. Section 6 says, notwithstanding any other law, no person shall, without the permission of the national director uh, or person authorized in writing by the national director, disclose any other, to, to disclose to any other person, A, any information which came to his or her knowledge in the performance of his or her functions in terms of this act or any other law. B, the contents of any book or document or any other item in the possession of the prosecuting authority. This is the issue. It's got nothing to do with the content of whether it's medical records, whether it's this. No, no. The issue is here that we have information that was obtained during the investigation by the prosecutors. The prosecutors have broken the law because without the permission of the national director, they have disclosed this information to other persons. This is the issue. So you have, uh, and we can put names into this, we can put uh, Billy Downer, we can put uh, Brettenbach, who are the persons that are in the uh, prosecuting authority that have given information, forget about the content, they have given information to another person. This other person happens to be Karen Mon. Now, Karen Mon is almost the same person as if you know that people have robbed the bank and you know this uh, and you go and uh, you take the money that is stolen uh, property knowingly. You know, this is a situation that you have that Karen knowingly went to take stolen yeah. money. This is yeah. what it is. So so I have a few more follow-up questions uh, pertaining very specifically to um, the sequence of events because that matters. But let's take a quick break, uh, Umzwanele. We'll be back on the other side of the news headlines. Oliver Dixon on SAFM. 086-000-2032. That's the number. Give us a call. Um, what, what, what's your reflection on the conversation we're having right now? Taking your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. I'm in conversation with the spokesperson of the Jacob Zuma Foundation, Mzwanele Mani. Uh, 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 Mzwanele, let me, let, thank you for the explanation there. So what perhaps we need to clarify here is, is it the contention of Jacob Zuma and the Jacob Zuma Foundation that Billy Downer handed sensitive or classified documents or documents pertaining to the case to journalist Karen Morn, um, and therefore the law was violated? It has got nothing to do with sensitive or not sensitive. The law does not discriminate. It just simply talks about any information. So we are saying this any information, it just happens to be the medical records, which is a separate issue altogether. Right. So let's not confuse or conflict so, issues. So did Billy Downer hand it to Karen Morn? Billy Downer authorized Breitenbach. Breitenbach gave to uh, Karen Morn. This is what has happened here. And the crime from Karen, for Karen Morn is on receiving uh, stolen goods, basically. And the crime for Billy Downer and uh, Breitenbach is to disclose 
information obtained during the investigation without permission. This is the issue here. The accused number one here, let's also get the order right. The accused number one on this matter is Billy Downer. Because without Billy Downer giving the authority, uh, nothing, no, no, none of this would have happened. Yeah. How do you know that he did that? I'm, I'm sorry. What, what proof do you have that that's what Billy Downer did? You see, court works in mysterious ways. It's in the affidavit of Breitenbach in court. Breitenbach was explaining this, not realizing that he's giving all the evidence of their shenanigans in NPA. He's on affidavit, and uh, later today I'll probably even tweet, tweet uh, this, the part where he deals with this in his affidavit. It's in, it's in his affidavit that he gives even the time of the day when, he, when, when, when this happens in the affidavit. So this information is there. Uh, and, 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 and the NPA, because it is not in their culture to follow evidence, their culture is on following people, they have not followed this evidence, and that's why they say there's no case. Yet the evidence is right there for everyone to see. Yeah. It's on affidavit. Right. Um, yeah. So what then is the case against Karen Mon? You say for receiving stolen goods is what you're saying. Yeah, knowingly, knowingly receiving stolen goods. That is the case. The issue about publishing is secondary. The primary issue is knowingly receiving stolen goods. That is the issue. The contention then um, that News24 makes, and I want your response to this, is that these Documents were part of the public record because they were submitted to court. And as you know, anything submitted to court is public property thereafter. Let, let me assist you here, uh, uh, Oliver. This is a, this is the obfuscation uh, issue here. Firstly, what are the facts? The facts are, at the time of current moment receiving the stolen goods, it's almost like receiving classified information. Now, when information is classified, there's a reason why information is classified. And there's a reason why information is declassified. So the same information which was classified and you make it available while it's still in the classified stage, it's a, it's a criminal offense. But that very same information, once it's declassified, uh, then there's no issue. So what Basson is saying, Basson is lying. Basson is saying current reported on court papers. She did not report on court papers. She reported on information received from Breitenbach. That's what she reported on. Mm. This is the issue. She reported on classified information. Yeah. This is what it is. The, the, the law is protecting of journalists um, in pursuit of doing their job, particularly where that job is about disclosing information where it is in the public interest. Um, it's not the first time that journalists are writing based on the reception of classified documents and classified information. Um, we've got evidence throughout our democratic history, for instance, of state security, for instance, giving documents to journalists um, and, and, and so on. You, you ran a news agency. You know that part of the work of journalism, uh, journalists, is to pursue information that's difficult to come by. And oftentimes that is classified information. I don't see the violation of receiving sensitive or classified documents as a journalist. Which part of what I read did you fail to understand? The law is very specific on this matter, that the disclosure of information gathered during the investigation is prohibited. Which part yeah, the disclosure thereof, that? not the reception thereof. Mzanele? If if you go if you go and if you go and if you go and and and, and get stolen goods. No, no, no. The, the provision you read says disclosure. Yes. And here we're talking about reception. 
No, no. It's, 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 it's two things that happened here. Karen tweeted this information and quickly deleted the tweet without understanding that people could screen grab before she deleted. So she did both. She went and talked to Len Good and she tweeted. So she did both. She also uh, published the information through her tweet. So are you charging Karen Morn for publishing or for having received the information? I'm not sure because you, you, you both, made a distinction. For both, for both, there are two charges for Karen. It's for both to receive stolen goods and for buying with stolen goods. Okay. Mzwane Lemani, thank you so much for your time this morning. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. That is the spokesperson of the Jacob Zuma Foundation, Mzwane Lemani. What do you make of that? <laughs> Give us a call. 86 086-000-2032. That's the number to dial. That's our new open line number. And we're taking your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. Let's have a listen to some of the WhatsApp voice notes that's come through on the WhatsApp line. 